This podcast is part of the Listen Frederick Podcast Network. To learn more, visit listenfrederick.com. What's up, everybody? It's episode 94 of Beers in the Lot. We were watching Game 7 of the Hurricanes and Rangers series when we recorded. So we talked a lot about the game, about the Canes, about the Rangers. Talked about how the Rangers are going to be facing Tampa next round and how that might look. Touched on some Mavs and Oilers. And last week's Whiteboard of Hate made more appearances throughout this episode. So let's get to it. Aaron, what are you drinking this Memorial Day? Today, tonight, I have a Blue Moon, Belgian White. Keep it simple. Cool. Yep. What do you got, Johnny? Very nice. Very nice. I got a great taste, less filling Miller Lite. <laughs> <laughs> Just short and sweet. Short and sweet. <laughs> simple. You know how we do things. Daniel, what are you drinking? So I'm drinking a beer that I got from uh, up near Hershey, uh, Iron Hill Brewery. It is a Citra IPA. Uh, haven't had it yet, so uh, we'll see how it goes. What do you got tonight, Riggs? Uh, tonight I went with Flying Dog Snake Dog, the Rigsby House Beer. <laughs> and, the house beer. And before we get too far into things, I have to apologize for my voice. I've been battling a sinus infection since... Friday morning. So I was gonna uh, say allergies because uh, uh the past two days I feel like somebody punched me in the face with allergies. Yeah, this <laughs> yeah. this was definitely sinuses because I just like my whole face was like all swollen inside and like it was bad. So my voice suffers from it. So now you have to suffer from it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about it. <laughs> oh, he did. Yeah, yeah that, that doesn't look good. <laughs> that was that was a poor uh, choice. No, 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 no ways to get across no. the crease. I feel like you could have done that differently. Just so everyone knows, we're we're watching the game seven between the New York Rangers and Carolina Hurricanes. It's on as we speak, and it is just to the point where Anti Ranta tried to make a save, and it looks like his leg popped out of his hip socket. So he gone. He tried to do a, a flying dragon kick or something. Oh, and <laughs> how did Strom not score that? Holy Oof. crap. So I, I was going to say it in our discord watching this game. Is it safe to say that Carolina is playing a road game at home? Oof, a, lot a lot of Rangers of fans. Oh, and he's a lot of Rangers fans. A lot of Rangers were, fans. Yeah. When I was, I saw pictures of the warm up, right? And they let people go down to the glass and you try to get pucks and give candy to the players or whatever. Um, there were a lot of blue shirts down there in those pictures. And I thought, oh, well, it's just because they're all congregated down, you know, along the glass in New York's end during the warm up. But then once the broadcast started, there's a lot of blue shirts in 
in those stands down in Raleigh. And that's after like they made a big deal about, you know, hey, we're not going to allow visiting teams fans in here for playoffs or whatever that was. I don't know, man. It's just it and doesn't didn't a bunch of the players the last couple of like times like we love playing at home in front of our fans. And not I, like I'm I'm looking in this corner down here right now and it's just all a lot of blue. Yeah. Lot of scumbags. Blue. All scumbags. So who's selling their tickets? <laughs> yeah. Who's selling their tickets? Like what the heck? Great, greatest hockey fans in the NHL, according to you know some, depending on the circle you're in. Well, you know my feelings on fans. Well, the owner's probably happy because he's, you know, he's like, oh, we already sold the ticket. I don't care. He's yeah, they don't care. They got he's the a gate. jack. The owner's yeah. a jag anyway. So whatever. They got, the, they got the gate money. Yeah, exactly. So it all spins but, the same. It all spends the same. <laughs> hey, hey! in the words of uh, Nathan McKinnon talking about McDavid today, you know, about uh, more people watching, it makes the escrow go lower. So he's all in favor. He's totally cool with it. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be an interesting series. McDavid so. and McKinnon. Could you imagine if like one team 4-0'd? Yeah, I mean, like just four and out. Like, could you well, imagine? We, will, I want a game seven. Like, I, well, that's what yeah. I want to see. Well, I'll, I'll say it too because I was high on that Calgary, uh, team, and then since Riggs just recently, uh, went to go see Top Gun and said it's awesome. Calgary Flames, talk about hitting the eject button early. Like, gosh, <laughs> they just like. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Like, ah, uh, and the, I actually thought like they played well. They just got McDavid. Did did. Like McDavid, I mean, he really he didn't even play that. I mean, he did play great in Game Five because he got the OT winner. But like up to that point, for the most part, he was contained. But he still got three points in every single game. So that's contained. Yeah, I know. It, well, yeah, that's what's scary. He's <laughs> contained. Every game is contained. In terms of like, but if you actually look at like his physical, if you look at his physical physical heat map from that game, like his shots were like these weird, you know, angles and stuff. So they were doing like their job of keeping him kind of wide. And then one little play in overtime, he kind of gets in that sweet spot and bang, you know, a shot that McDavid's kind of, yeah, we could say it. He's like not necessarily known for like just getting those really quick wristers in the slot. He's more kind of, I'm going to skate through you a hundred times and like make a really nice play. Like, but he just elevates his game and he, he's a good player. Like OV, Sydney, McKinnon, all those guys. They figure out new things in their game, what they need to work on constantly. So I just, I just think he is the best player. Absolutely. He totally is. And, and I mean, Calgary is good, but yes, they don't have like, they don't even have a dry saddle guy. They don't, you know, they don't have any of those type of guys. They're just a good team, you know, solidly built. They have a lot, you know, they have the depth, like whatever words you want to use. But if someone like McDavid decides my team is not losing this, they're not He's losing. Right. <laughs> they're, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and uh, Gaudreau and Kachuk both had 100 points this year. Kachuk didn't have anything outside of the first game. He had one assist. And after that, he was kind of invisible. Right. Yeah. So if all those guys aren't going, right? If if 
you know, Kachuk isn't going and Goudreau and, you know, all these type of guys for Calgary. And Monaghan was out. He had that hip hip injury. I mean, that's a big deal for them, right? Yeah. Because he plays a lot of minutes. But And pencil him in for 30 goals every year, too. He always scores 30, but he's hurt. So, yeah. If they're not all going, you know, they're going to have trouble, and they had trouble. All all Edmonton needs is McDavid to go. That's yeah, it. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. And, <laughs> well, and, and, like mm-hmm. Colorado is built better than Calgary, I would say. I would say they're I would say their depth players are better players than Calgary's, but they still need that top line to just decide this is what we're doing. Or McKinnon to just decide, you know what? I'm gonna go coast to coast and get this hat trick, you know, even though they lost that game. <laughs> But like, yeah, it's still incredible. He just those type of guys with that high skill level are now like flipping those switches in the playoffs and just deciding like, I'm not, I'm not going to let this team lose this game. Like I'm going to win this game for my team. And with those, as much as they're going to downplay it because McDavid is boring as shit when he's interviewed (laughs) and and McKinnon will actually give you some stuff. But like he said today, he, he doesn't want to focus on that. He just wants to focus on the things that he can control, which is, you know, the the athlete's creed, right? But it it is McKinnon versus McDavid. It, yep. it absolutely is. And, you know, they're, they're going to say over and over again for the next two weeks that it's not, and it absolutely is those two going head-to-head. And it will be interesting to see how uh, they're matched up, if they even are. If they're kept apart, you know, depending on if Colorado or Edmonton is at home or if those coaching staffs decide, you know what, we're going to go force on force, fight fire with fire and put the top players against the top players and just let them go to war. I mean, well, Dreisaitl's hurt too. So that'll be interesting because he can't even center his own line right now. He's playing with McDavid. So let's say hypothetically, you know, you get, where that kind of McDavid and McKinnon cancel each other out, that could be something where you're almost go, all right, we're going to split up Lando and Rantanen and go, you know, do something like that. Or even which they've put, done. Yeah. yeah. Which they've done or because, you know, I mean, technically at all points, Rantanen, Mc, McKinnon and Lando have all played center at one way, shape or form. They could almost go like, we're going to put everything in a blender and just make it balanced. And we're going to come and, put it down your throats like they could i mean there's so many options it's kind of frightening for colorado i actually think that uh if you know that top end kind of cancels each other out you see cadre and and we've talked about them before you see cadre elevate even more and become even more of a factor and even that game seven comfort got on the Score sheet yeah. finally, and he got two, two big ones. And then look who g- gets a game winner for them Darren Helm from the 2008 Stanley yeah. Cup winning Detroit Red Wings. <laughs> I mean, geez. The nightmare on Helm Street. When I saw yeah. that he scored that goal, I had to go look it up and make sure it like yeah. wasn't his kid. It was the Dar- yeah, right. I, I, sure I thought it was Darren his Helm. Kid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, wait a second. Is that the Darren Helm? Hold on. Yeah. I mean, that's what's kind of crazy. Like, Talk about a value pickup for Joe Sackick. I mean, even if that's the only thing he does, all playoff. 
That's all he needed to do. Kemper looked fine. I think, yeah, I mean, Mike Smith, there's... And then uh, there, yeah, that's still, and, that's still and, would irk <laughs> me. Like, that dude... Then there's the goalie situation for both teams. You know, Kemper's status is somewhat questionable health-wise, and then Mike Smith is just, you know, Mike Smith. Like, if if he lets in a goal from, you know, center ice, center ice or beyond, like, <laughs> he loses his shit. Like, he just, you know, falls apart. So, you know... Uh... <laughs> the scary thing about that, they still won that game. Like yeah. what the what the hell? Like I mean, talk. I mean, Calgary had them dead to rights. They have like, McDavid. Yeah, they, they have, have McDavid. <laughs> I know they have McDavid. He's okay. Yeah, but that, see, I hate saying it because like I I saw something like someone's like, well, Lemieux won two cups and he was the only one. I'm like, those Penguins teams, no, even though Lemieux was good, they were totally. He had a yeah. total supporting cast. Yes, like yes. Talk about a bu- I mean, I said it jokingly, but I'm 100 percent serious. That Edmonton team, those guys are passengers on a bus right now. McDavid <laughs> is, you know, or the Amtrak. You know, McDavid is a conductor going through the quiet car with all the other guys right now, like just going up to the driver's seat. Like, gosh, uh, <laughs> I just still can't believe they beat Calgary in five games. Really, I was to say you're just mad because they beat Calgary. <laughs> I'm so mad. You don't well, get to see Lanny Sutter, anymore. But it was interesting because Daryl Sutter. He was asked about it and he just said the best player won the series. And I think he truly believes, yes, his team did not play up to where they were. And maybe there were some injury issues. You don't know. Like, it'll be interesting to see. But like, I don't think he's wrong. And that assessment, he's not wrong. It was the McDavid show. It was McDavid show. Yeah. They contained him down to three points a game. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully the freaking Avs just like beat the wheels off of him, beat him in three. Like after the third game, the NHL is like, you know what? We're just going to stop this. Like, just stop. <laughs> They're going to win in seven somehow. Watch. Well, be like, I, God. <laughs> no, but I, I don't think that the matchup is very good for Edmonton. Uh, I really don't. I think. Colorado's like you want to like okay Calgary's depth or whatever um, Edmonton beat that Colorado's depth is a completely different animal yeah completely absolutely. different animal and oh by the way you know you've got Kale McCarr going great Taves, guns on Eric the back Johnson end. right like yeah. come on like it's yep it's not even a question who should be favored no that yeah. back end defenseman such as like a Fox and McCarr is deadly. Right. That is, yeah, that player is needed on every single team. Absolutely. A player that can like walk the line, get pucks through, like that's, that's deadly. Give you 30 minutes a night and mm-hmm. get a couple points along the way, you know, and play against the top players. Like, and, and they fly around on the ice and, right. you know, five <laughs> people can catch them. <laughs> One thing I like about watching McCarr and Fox too, when's the last time you see him get buried in the corner? He's so smart. Those guys are just so smart. They kind of weave in and out. They're still defensively sound. I mean, I think deep down their hearts more like I'm going to go score instead of like stopping, you know, this two on one, but like they don't get smashed. They don't take a lot of abuse. They, they move very well. And also too, Fox and McCarr, like 
yes, they skate really well, but I think they pick their spots. They don't put themselves in dumb situations. They're very smart. Very, very smart. What's up with Chelios's hair? I, I was just going to talk about these guys. So we're looking at <laughs> the. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Aaron was just waiting. He was just waiting. I, I was waiting. I got totally distracted. Waiting. I was staring at his hairline. I'm like, this is concerning. I've, I've refreshed the whiteboard from last week. <laughs> we're looking. We're watching the the intermission report in this, at the end of the second here, and I'm just comparing Steve Levy and Chelios compared to Messier and Messier is a very narrow human being by comparison to these other two like <laughs> Steve Levy and Chelios they have like wide shoulders they just uh, they're wider than Messi Mark, Mark Messi is just a narrow person or something right like narrow. He's, <laughs> well, yeah, because he wore just... that because he wore that Winwell ho- helmet for a billion years. Right. his growth. Well, no, it had those little things on the sides, yeah, uh, to make his head look uh, wider. Uh, That's uh, what it is. He's just a narrow human. But also, I think, human. I think part uh, of it, Messi apparently still like trains uh, and stuff. I think like Chelios just like hammers pops. Uh, I was going right. to say, Messier looks like a dude that would do like Iron Man's. He did the Ooh, New yeah. York Marathon a few years ago, actually. Oh, weird. Yeah, but, like, he just nailed like, it. Imagine that. He's a professional. <laughs> he's an ex Hall of Famer, professional athlete, hero in New York. And he's like, you know what? I'm just going to run the New York Marathon. Yeah. So he trained and he did it. Like, what? Like, um, yeah, what else? Yeah. yeah, over it. He achiever. looks like he has about like 1% body fat. Yeah. When he played, he had 0.5. <laughs> Yeah, an unhealthy, <laughs> an unhealthy amount of body fat. <laughs> but Messier, like even when he played, like he was one of those dudes. He always looked in shape. Like he wasn't like an Esatikinen or kind of Glenn Anderson rolling around out there. You know, the little, <laughs> you know, he he took care of himself rolling but, around. Yep, <laughs> Esatikinen was a potato bug. Yeah, <laughs> I we've had this conversation many Who's times. Walrus on skates. Tikkanen yeah. is one of my favorite players. He's like he was like he's what socks. Phil Kessel is now. No, he's in fat some pat. ways. Yeah, he's, he's fat. fat, <laughs> he's fat. He's, he is okay. Yes, that's that's a better pat. description. Because he has like so <laughs> He has like five <laughs> cups, and it's just because he was on the right team at the right time. <laughs> he was obese in. Yeah, obesin, in it's fat pat, obesin. I mean, he was a contributing character on those, you know, on the Edmonton teams. Like he played with Gretzky and Messier twice, and like he, he was there. In, he was there, but he scored a lot. He's he's in like the top uh, twenty of all time scores in the playoffs. Like, yeah, the other sixteen I mean, are also Oilers too. Yeah, but you still got to put the puck in the net. You still got to finish it. Even if Gretzky's setting you up, you still got to finish it. I mean, I don't know. I I don't think that just because he was on the Oilers team with all those other guys, that that's, that's the reason. Why. All right, hold on. Time out. All right. So let, I'll just like break it down really quickly. If we're talking about Esetikinen, do you think the Edmonton Oilers win those cups with or without Esetikinen? Yes or no? Who knows? Maybe, maybe what? not. Are you kidding me? <laughs> he is a yeah. he was not the game breaker, sure, but he is Thank a piece you. of the puzzle. You could argue that any team minus any player might not have won. I could make the argument. That one, that. I have a clear argument for that they would still win. 
Go ahead. We have time to fill. Why don't you guys I argue? Think, I think I think unless your name <laughs> on those teams, Riggs can probably back me up. Unless your name is Fuhrer, Coffee, Curry, Gretzky, Mess, and Glenn Anderson, and Bill Ranford because he won the last one. I think unless your name is one of those, and they you still you have to have a fourth line. Cubs. You still have to have a fourth Back line. Then you freaking didn't. I, I don't know how you get to be in the top 20. I'm going to, I'm going to look it up and get the actual number. I don't know how you get to be one of the all time great playoff scorers on the fourth line and not have to play. Like it, it, he obviously contributed in some way Were they all Gretzky assists. Were they all Messier or Curry assists? Who knows? Probably not though. I would have to say that he probably, probably held his own, uh, for the most part. Yeah. At the bar. Did he pick up the tab? Yeah, he probably picked up the tab. Gosh. Gretzky's like, hey, get that. That's a glue guy. You gotta have that guy. He brought the he brought the locker room beers. Yeah, he brought the locker room beers. Hey, that guy's You've important. gotta have that, that guy. guy's important. You've gotta have that guy. <laughs> he brought the but chips. It, he sucks. <laughs> but he brings locker room beers. Are you his locker room and, and chips? I really like the chips. The ketchup. They like the ketchup lays on that Edmonton Oilers team. Oh, that's ketchup, dude. Yeah. Ketchup chips are so good. <laughs> yeah, that's what I All right, he's oh. Tikkanen in was number forty four all time. Oh, is blew your you shot your own self. Forty fourth. Okay, yeah, they shit. Yeah, oh, he's not top twenty. He's garbage. How many? All right, top how many? 40, other those, top fifty playoff right, scores of all time. Aaron, how many other of those cats are in the Hall of Fame and taking it is not? There's a I'm reason. Looking. I'm looking <laughs> right behind him is Patrick Kane, Steve Larmer, Bobby Hall, Henri Richard. We're not going to talk about Marlo. Bobby Hall. Yes, and ahead of him is Joe Thornton, <laughs> Gilmore, <laughs> Brandon Shannon, Phil Esposito, Jacques Lemaire, Ovechkin. Yeah, so I we've been making this argument for had this we've had this argument Passenger. for a long time. Let me ask you this. Let me ask. <laughs> let me ask you this. What are his points per game in playoffs? It's it's good. Is uh, it? Yes, it is. <laughs> Yes, it is. One hundred and eighty-six games played and hundred and thirty-two goals or points scored. Let me get the actual number. So less That's, than a point. It's less than a point less per game. Point. But do you know how many have more than a point per game? It's not, not many. many. Not Patrick Kane. Not Steve Larmer. Not Henri Richard. Like not Whoa. Joe Thornton. Well, not back to the well, games, Aaron. Brendan Shanahan, no. Espo is barely at a point per game. Jacques Lemaire is not at a point per game. Can you sort them by points per game? (laughs) (laughs) No, only by power play goals. (laughs) (laughs) Close enough, right? You're skewing it. You're skewing the arguments. You're just the side I'm on. Good God. Give me a break. I can find that info for you if you really want. Aaron's cooking the books. He's Enron. It's 0.7 points per game for Ace of Ticken and in the playoffs. So, I don't know. Seems seems pretty good. He made number 44 on the list. Seems like he's he's not a total passenger. Who are these guys on Edmonton's team now that are going to end up in the top 50 in points? None of them. Playing with McDavid, they're not going to end up on it. Two. 
Tricidal. Yeah, there's going to be two of them. Exactly. Tricidal and McDavid. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. why these these eighties Edmonton teams were so good. It's because they no, weren't just one line. Yeah. They like even with Tricidal, he may not make it that far because like he's got to do all that work that's not scoring goals. Yeah. You know, like he's got to do all that other work. He's got to go and get think, the puck. I think Dreisaitl is a really good facilitator too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. he's smart, smart player, but like yeah. his role is completely different, and I, I think it hampers them. Well, and who said he even finished his career in Edmonton either? Hopefully, you know? he doesn't. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, he doesn't. Hopefully, he goes somewhere better. <laughs> Leon, let me tell you about a little place called Pittsburgh. (laughs) (laughs) Do you like drinking 20, 30 pound hammers? (laughs) (laughs) It's where they drink their iron. That's right. It's very close to Cologne, Germany, I hear. Like, pretty darn close. (laughs) So call it the Cologne of the West. You know, I kind of do hope people reconsider this whole Rod Brennamore is a decent coach type thing. Because I've never heard him once or anyone that does any reports about him. Like, oh, he's such a good tactician and he does this. They always go, he's such a great motivator and blah, blah, blah. And it's proven time and time again in the playoffs. If you're a coach, you got to be able to switch stuff up for your team. I just don't feel like he puts them in a good spot. Maybe because I'm biased because I really don't like the team, so I'm looking for things. But like, you always hear, "Oh, he's such a great motivator." Well, that doesn't do anything in the playoffs, right? So he's a great motivator, right? That's what does that mean? Does that mean he like does rah rah speeches? Yeah, a lot or like he knows how to talk to individual players and figure out what they need and you know what how that works which would that's a good thing i'm not saying like that's a bad thing so there's a couple things there one is the media using that line over and over again and not explaining what the yeah, fuck that, that annoys means. me like ask the question or tell us the story don't just keep yeah. saying he's a great motivator cuz i like I'm watching this game right now and I can't really tell. Uh, <laughs> right. You know, that's a, that's a dig. Um, <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> um, a thought that I had watching the first period was when do they start talking about Brenda Moore's job in Carolina? Because they have had success over the last three, four seasons uh, getting to various rounds in the playoffs, beating certain teams, you know, doing these things. And they have a chance here to win a game seven and go to conference finals again. And right now it doesn't look good, but who knows what's going to happen in the next hour or so. But when do those rumors start flying that maybe they need a change up in the coaching staff there? They need to change the voice you know, in air quotes, my favorite, my favorite line, right? Right. We need to change the, you know, when meaning, when, meaning the coach is a jerk and he has to go. When does that start? Or when do all the, the rumors of the stories about how he motivates players comes out? 
you know, that some player, I mean, you know, Justin Falk isn't there anymore. And like, there's certain players that aren't there anymore. Like maybe there's a reason, maybe there's a reason they're not, they're not there anymore. And, you know, this, you know, I, I'm just talking shit, but like, yeah, (laughs) this is, this is is how it, but this is how it tends to go. Oh yeah, absolutely. Right. And he has two more years after this because he signed that extension last summer. Are so they two gonna, more years? Are they going to give him that though? Yeah, no, no, no. He, be fired yeah, he could. Yeah, maybe midway through next year, they're like, "Hey, it's much easier to fire a coach to make a big change than it is to move players." Right. So, yep. I don't see him yeah, firing them in the off season. I don't. But yeah, yeah they have a the bad owner, stretch. Next I feel year, like I feel like the owner is too cheap to fire him and pay him. <laughs> <laughs> like he just may let him go and then just not renew him. I mean, for God's sakes. I mean, this is the same guy. Like when he bought the team, he wanted him to wear the black on the road. And cause he liked that Jersey better. And other teams were like, no, you're not wearing that in our building. Like yeah, yeah. He, he wanted to just wear the black Jersey. And they're like, no, that's why they like redesigned the white. There's at least one case where they wore the whites on the road or the whites on, on at the whites at home or something like that. They yeah. wore their home colors on the road. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what it was. They wanted to wear the home colors on the road and people were like, no, that's not, you wear white unless yeah, like a was, team wears weird. a, you know, some of the reverse retro stuff like earlier this year when they had the Minnesota and the LA and he just looks so yeah, gorgeous yeah. on the ice. You're like, yes, this is how it should look every time. But yeah, you were freaking road jersey on the road. You wear your Tom. whites on the road. Yeah, you wear the whites <laughs> on the road. Now, that said, I want ra- the Rangers to lose. So they need yes. to win this series. <laughs> well, Eric and I were team I'm sick of the Rangers. I think that they're silly. Yeah. I think this what, team. What's is- silly about them? Fuck well, they, them they dude. play like they're, Fuck uh, they're them. just shitty. I hate watching these. these freaking idiots they get out shot i don't think they should win they got a good goalie and that's bullshit that that's all that they need they should need more that's Ruben's what i said he's a chicken oh, wing aaron i feel like this is a reverse of an argument you had previously no 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 this is not that argument this is a no, different argument this is exactly the argument no it is not it is not the same <sighs> it feels kind of the same i think been- they should need more than just a goalie that's my. That's what I'm saying right now. Where have you been? Have you watched any hockey playoffs? Yeah, like I think ever? it's time for me to get one two rigs. Yeah. Have you watched any <laughs> hockey playoffs? Jiggy, you Jiggy you took, said it a second Jiggy ago took, that they got outshot in 30 games or something I'm like just that. Saying, so that's the way it works. Yeah, that means that's that they're Jiggy relying wanted, on their that's goalie. Why Jiggy and that's, won a Con Smythe. that's why Jiggy won a Con Smythe. He took that Anaheim team all the way to game seven. Of the yeah, who else well, was on that Anaheim team? Who who is scoring goals in front of Jiggy and that team? Thomas, Andy McDonald, uh they had Corey brother. Corey Perry. Yeah, no, Corey Perry wasn't there. Corey Perry and Ryan Getzloff were rookies at the same time when Anaheim won the cup. They were on the line with Chris Kunitz. They also had Sammy yeah. Paulson. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. Is that what you were talking about when they won the cup? No. I'm talking about the year the Devils went and played the Ducks when they were still wearing the purples. Uh my bad. My bad. Because um, he won the yeah, right. I was, he won the I was getting a beer. That was Korea. No worries, no worries. Yeah, Korea was still on that team. That was on the floor, on the board, or off the floor, on the board. That's right. That's what that was. Paul Korea. Yeah. 
they had some players on that team. Like, yeah, they had players on that yeah, team. They, they had players. players on that team in front yeah, of Jagger. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. What about like, Halak? Halak in was, 09. Yeah, uh, that's different. Whatever. Game was a lot different, though. That <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was, yeah, it was a different game, though. At true. Ducks Devils, like, game was a yeah. lot different. Yep. You got so, Scott Stevens murdering people. Like, this yeah, is the, it was a different this game. Is, like, overall, well, this is the problem with trying to compare yeah, you can't make teams you from can't. all these different eras. Like, you can't do it. The rules were different. The way the rules were called was different. Even even within the last 15 years, the way that the rules are called is different. Even from last year to this year, it's different. So, like, you can't... It's so hard to yeah, like, that have was these the clutch, discussions. Yeah. That was the clutching so, you know, and grabbing era, even. Absolutely. Yeah. And, yeah. by the way, there was no such thing as interference. I mean, it was <laughs> right. on the books, but, like, whatever. Like, they yeah, never they never called, called that. <laughs> yeah. It's certainly not in the playoffs. I bet you but, a million bucks though if some guy like Jared Spurgeon went ham on some dude's Achilles, they call a freaking <laughs> penalty on it though back then. Maybe? I don't know. I don't I don't know. I don't know. Or I don't know. or Jared Spurgeon's getting stitches. Guaranteed. That's that. more likely. Guaranteed that's more likely than stitches. a call. Yeah, yeah. Guarantee he was getting stitches. And we've had that discussion too, right? Like those right. guys yeah. don't exist anymore. Yep. yep. So. That's what that's what needs to happen at Truba. Fuck that well, piece of shit. That ain't, it ain't gonna happen. That's the only reason nope. I want the Rangers to lose. Who's gonna stand up to him? Fuck him. You he think is. Fat Fat Pat's gonna do something to him in he the might. next series? He might. <laughs> Probably the only guy that would. Hmm. Killorn. He may. I don't know. Like Tampa has some ruffians. Like they got some guys that can kind of play. They got guys that piss their. They pants. don't care. They do. (laughs) (laughs) And actually it would be the two best goalies in the league going at it. Yes. Like that's a, that's a given. Yeah. The two best goalies. Yeah. Yeah. So one, nothing games. Sweet. No, I don't, I don't think so. I don't know about that though. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. They got, they got Stammer and Cooch. I think the, I think the problem New York may run into like that whole out shooting, you know, getting out shot thing. That won't work. I don't want to give I don't want to give Tampa 40 shots a night. Nope. No, 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 no. I don't want to do give that. them 40 shots no. a night. And I don't care if Braden no. Point's not there. It doesn't matter. It doesn't like, matter. It doesn't matter. They're that good. Uh, yeah. I mean, Stammer looks really good. Ucharoff look, looks great. Yeah. Like, Lot looks great. I, yeah. You can't let them have the puck that much. Nope. Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. That that tactic is going to be a fail. I will say this though: the Rangers are fast uh, enough; they can skate with Tampa. But still, that whole forty shots a night thing—you don't want to. That's not a recipe for success. That's Churbo will elbow somebody in the head. That's a bad goal. That's backhand of the night right there. That (laughs) was a no. That was absolutely a bad goal. That is not a goal you should be giving up. Oh, and it's fucking Chris Kreider. Jesus well, Christ. You know what? That's a, <laughs> Jesus <here's>, Christ. <laughs> but here's the thing. We're talking about if they make it through this game and they're going to play Tampa, Chris Kreider hadn't been scoring in this series, and all of a sudden he's got two in game seven. If he's going, that that's you know, that's a problem for Tampa. And actually, uh now it brings his he's now currently, if I remember the stat when they called it earlier, in Game eliminations. He now has 15 goals all time. That's currently the league lead among African players. So 15 goals in elimination games in the playoffs. 
He must have goal just of the playoffs. Rust then, right? Because Rust is like 13? Rust has a mm, lot. Maybe something like that, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's... Yeah, that's, I mean, a, that's a big player then. Kind of sucks to have, you know, to say that, but... You know, it is kind of interesting, like especially... Either. I'm with especially, you, Daniel. Especially Kreider. Oh, thanks, I think, I think <laughs> Kreider, because I kind of like... I think he really wanted to play for Team USA this year. And is that why kinda, he actually started scoring? No, because normally he's like 25, 30, and this year he got 52. Yeah. And I think he really like came out Suck of the, the gate and he's dick. like, yeah, because he wanted to play <laughs> on the Olympic team. But like, kudos to him for like, after it was announced, like, oh, NHL guys weren't going, he didn't like sulk. He's like, all right, I'm still going to bust my ass. I want to win a cup. So like, good for him. I think there are a few guys that kind of like really like Dylan Larkin had a pretty good year this year. I think he was trying to make Team USA. So there there were a few guys that really like I'm sad we didn't get were to out see over that. their skis. Yeah. I'm still kind of bent about it. Yeah. Yeah. That'd have been fun. Yeah. Well, and the Triple Gold Club now has a new member, Valtteri Filpola, because he won an Olympic gold this year and he won the world championships against Canada yesterday in overtime. Mm-hmm. Team USA, we lost to the Czech Republic, so we finished fourth place. I saw, I <laughs> saw a thing. I, I saw a thing right after dinner. It was on Twitter. I think somebody was talking about Finland, you know, winning the World Championships, mm-hmm. and uh, they said uh, the TV numbers in Finland: two point six million people watched that gold medal game. Wow! There. Are, they're only the Finland is a country of five and a half million. People. Yeah, I was gonna say they have like <laughs> like half yeah, of wow. the fucking country was watching that game. Yeah. <laughs> like, can you imagine if a hundred and sixty million people in the United States were all right, doing the same thing? Right, if half of if That's half so of crazy. the US or yeah. like half, you know, like well, obviously Canada, but like whatever. Uh, <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> half of the yeah, country was nuts. watching that game. Well, you know how like everybody like kind of jokes like, oh, it's a big year for USA hockey or hockey Canada. Like talk about Finland, like going out there, had a good showing in world juniors. Then they go out, win the Olympics and you could say whatever you want about a shortened field. You know, whatever. It doesn't matter. They still won. They beat Russia who had a pro team and they shouldn't even be allowed yeah. to compete because yeah. they're freaking doping. You mean the um, Russian Olympic committee. Yeah, the Russian <laughs> Olympic Committee, which is filled Rock. with KHL players that dope. Um, <laughs> and then and then they win the world championships against Canada, who like Canada still brings a pretty damn good team to world championships every year. Like they're always a pretty damn good team. Dude, their second team, like this this is always the joke, right? The 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 Canadian Olympic second team could beat, you know, everybody else in the field, including the US. Like Oh yeah, it was their their seventh line is better than most teams. Right. Well like, oh, yeah, the one year the one year the one year I forget which one it was. I think it was the Sochi one. I think like their healthy scratches it was like Flurry, Suban, yeah. and there was somebody else. And you're like, that was Suban like a year or two removed from winning the Vesna or whatever. And he was still like, you know. Strong skating, hard hitting, goal scoring, PK Subban. Norris. Like, of younger Nor- Norris. Yeah, Nor- Norris. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Norris. It's like winner. Malcolm Subban never won a Vezina. Yeah, it's like Malcolm Subban doesn't even. <laughs> yeah, no, no, play. no. Sorry. He got, he no he's a, yeah, he's anyway. singing yeah. the national anthem in Buffalo still. Yeah. That's what he's doing. He can't even get the starters <laughs> that in Buffalo. 
<laughs> oh, <laughs> I like legitimately think he was hurt, but whatever, Riggs. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Did Aaron let you borrow his dry race? Like, the Jeez. white one. Yeah, I know it. Jeez. <laughs> that hurts. Poor Malcolm Subban. He didn't do anything to you. Oh, I'm sorry, Malcolm. <laughs> Great. Now I guess we'll need another anthem singer for the OFPG summer tournament. <laughs> Joe Thornton's gonna come and play center with us. <laughs> Not with Aaron. Yeah, Not on my Aaron. team. <laughs> He's gonna just lay me out in center ice. <laughs> yeah, when you're going for an empty net goal, Joe's just gonna come out and lay you out. <laughs> Him and his bowl cut. <laughs> well, that'll do it for episode 94. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We appreciate your support, your likes, your rates, your reviews, and subscriptions on your various podcatchers. Be sure to follow us on social media, on Instagram and such, to see all of John's memes that he comes up with for the various episodes each week. And, of course, be sure to listen every week. Come out with a new episode every Wednesday. If you want more content from us for, you can get it direct from the source in Discord. Beersandlot.com slash Discord to join our little mini community that is gradually growing. So join up there to come hang out with us. But that's it for this week. We'll see you next Wednesday. <laughs>